Hello, everyone. My name is Jeff Ellis, and I'm the host of the Lockdown Indians podcast. This is our second one uh, in the video format with our new partnership with WKYC Cleveland. Uh, dream for me to be tied to one of the new stations in any form that I watched as a child growing up in the area. If you did not watch last week's show, uh, before I started hosting the Lockdown Indians podcast, I was the MLB draft and prospect writer at 24-7 Sports and scout before then, got my start on Indians Baseball Insider. I've been covering the Indians uh, in various forms for the last 10 years. When I do write, you can find my writing over at Jeff MLB Draft. Uh, every year I have a tradition of doing a way too early mock draft. I start out with the teams that get eliminated from the postseason uh, and then release extra, you know, an extra piece every time a new set of teams get eliminated. Sadly, that means the Cleveland Indians uh, will appear in this week's uh, section of the 2021 mock. So that's something to keep your eyes on and to check out. Uh, while I did not get any picks right for the 2020 draft, I did get the White Sox pick correctly in both 2019 and 2018. So I sometimes can get a pick right in September. Uh, I can figure a pick out sometimes before the teams even seem to. Today's show is brought to you by Postmates. When you need red wine at 4 p.m., Sushi at 9 p.m., a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., and ibuprofen at 10 a.m., Postmates it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from restaurants, grocery stores, and convenience stores, any retailer you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. You don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will bring it to you. Just download the app on iOS or Android, and you can track all the deliveries on the way to your door. For limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the promo code LOCKEDON, one word. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with the code LOCKEDON. Uh, I tried. You cannot use the Postmates code to uh, get a Francisco Lindor extension, sadly. Uh, that is going to be the big talk this entire offseason, though. I'm as guilty as anyone when you're doing a podcast five days a week, especially in the offseason. It can be a little tricky to come up with things to talk about. And I know last offseason I went through all 30 teams trying to come up with likelihood and what a trade would look like. I've already done a few teams specifically that I thought would stand out for a Lindor trade. Uh, I would put the odds of him being traded before the season starts at about 95%. So yeah, anything this offseason is, off is gonna be based around that trade. And I bring it up specifically here and now because I saw some chatter on Twitter about, uh, there was an article over on The Athletic about why the Blue Jays should trade for him. And the Blue Jays are one of those teams that does make a lot of sense uh, from the perspective that they have so many young bats uh players under control and only you don't want to say too much because that's impossible but when you're looking at uh jordan groshans is probably someone who's going to be ready this season and i'm not sure where he slots in uh on that team when you're looking at guys like vlad and biggio and bichette and guriel and when you look at what teoscar hernandez did this past year it's a nice problem to have uh, rowdy tellez uh who's the dh uh they have extra bats. There's a way a trade could happen. No idea what such a trade really would look like. Uh, I feel like anytime I try to figure out a trade with the Cleveland Indians, uh, I fail miserably. For the most part, uh, I need, I 
I like high ceiling prospects when I'm looking at trades and the Indians don't trade that way. They often go for more of a safer um, package, which it's worked out when you look at, you know, dating back to something like the uh, CC Sabathia trade, uh, getting six players and one of them turning into something, uh, which was Carlos Carrasco ended up being successful. No, that was not the Sabathia trade. That was the Cliff Lee, Cliff Lee deal. The uh, Sabathia trade was three pieces. And again, the secondary piece was Michael Brantley, which was the most successful piece in that deal. Um, in the uh, the Cliff Lee Phillies trade, uh, again, it was not the central piece. It was the second one of the secondary pieces with Carrasco who ended up being the uh, the star of the deal for the Indians. And that's kind of what they do. You even look at this Padres deal getting six pieces. You look at the Bauer deal, uh, five pieces. Uh, they're going to go for quantity over quality. And that's just the thing you have to think of mind when you look at any of those potential packages or deals. We do have a bit of news, uh, not necessarily like hugely exciting news. I just wanna be upfront and honest about that, but it is news and it's important news because they introduced, they, I guess they introduced would be the correct word. They released, was the word I was going for, the 2020 fall instructional camp roster. Why you might think, why do I care about uh, a list of guys who are unlikely to, for the most part, help the Indians for a few years? Because this is the who's who of the Indians minors. Uh, anyone who's been drafted recently, anyone who is a big name international signing, uh, of course, the in, there's 20 infielders on the list and 12 of them are shortstops. There are There is one third baseman listed on the entire uh, roster. If you know the Indians minors, it should be pretty easy to figure out who that one third baseman likely is. Yes, it is Nolan Jones. He is the one listed third baseman uh, for the Cleveland Indians on this roster. They have four catchers and uh, six outfielders. I thought that was interesting. Only six outfielders there. Um, something I've talked about often on the show, uh, the podcast version of the show, is the Indians lack of luck in outfield development in general. Uh, since the year 2000, it's sad. I have this list memorized because I mentioned this so much. The top five Indians outfielders by baseball reference war in terms of these are guys that were either signed or drafted by the Cleveland Indians. Luke Scott, Ryan Church, Ben Francisco, uh, Tyler Naquin. I think Bradley Zimmer is actually fifth. I think that is the five, but I feel like I'm forgetting a name in there, so I could be wrong. And the only prep outfielder to appear prep for those who aren't familiar high school outfielder who they've drafted, who's appeared in over hundred big league games is Clint Frazier. Uh, Frazier, I think I need to see how much war he accumulated this year. He might have finally made his way up onto that list of five. So the Indians and in outfield development is the antithesis of their pitching development. It is a definite weakness and a struggle. Looking at their outfielders that they have on roster. Uh, it's a mixed bag. Uh, let's talk about the good George Valera. He is either two, three, he's either two or three, I think on every single prospect list for the Cleveland Indians, uh, high ceiling outfielder, lots of power potential. You got Kaye Tom, who they left unprotected after he had a huge season, uh, in the minors did not get taken in the rule five draft oldest player on this roster. Steve Kwan, undersized center fielder spent most of, uh, last year in a ball. Will Benson, uh, first round pick in 2016. I try to remember if I talked about it on the last video podcast or not. I don't think so. I think I talked about it the day before I recorded that podcast 
where Will Benson, the pick after him, Alex Kirilov, was a player the Twins had added to their postseason roster. Now, Kirilov signed for about 300K more, and the money the Indians used with some savings as Benson was under slot was used to sign Nolan Jones in round two. So you can't fault the pick too much. Benson has been slow in development. I'm not sure he would have gotten to double A this year uh, where Kirilov was on a postseason roster. Uh, I don't think Benson gets taken in the rule five draft, nor do I think he gets protected, but he's one of those uh, few rare players on this list. You have to consider that with uh, Will Brennan was a pick two years ago, one of those day two picks, which all of those players are represented on this roster. And Petey Halpin was a big draft pick this past year, big money guy. They took him in the third round. He was a borderline second round type of prospect and they went over slot, saved some money to add him. So those are your six outfielders uh, with outfield being such an issue for the Cleveland Indians. You can see it's, it's kind of a, a, weakness just organizationally right now as well there's not a lot of top prospects at the outfield position something i can't believe i said it like that we have another fantastic sponsor today and that is rockauto.com with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure the often pointless or seeming, seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the brands his warehouse happens to carry? You have your computer. Why not access Rock Auto at home and in your pocket? Instead of just getting the brands that uh, that store stocks, you're going to get access to all the brands. It's an easy to navigate site. I've gone and checked it out myself. I am not a car person. I am worthless with cars, but even I can navigate, find all the parts and pieces that go with my specific car. It's a family-owned business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. You go to rockauto.com and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have the one central warehouse, so they cut costs and they pass that savings on to you, the consumer. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, the prices at rockout.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for some of the same parts you can find there? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So let's continue talking about this uh, roster that was released today. There's a lot of interesting names, some players I want to point out, and some interesting players who were not on this list. Um, something that stood out for me right away, Nick Sandlin, not on this list. Uh, Nick Sandlin was a second-round pick in 2018. Uh, in the 2019 season, he might have made it to the majors, but he got hurt in July and was shut down for the year. He would have had an, he had, I thought he was neck and neck with Kyle Nelson in terms of like the next young reliever up for the Cleveland Indians. Kel Nelson needed to be added to the 40 man in the off season. Uh, Nick Sandlin did not. And I think that is a big separator because there's a lot of players the Indians need to consider adding. Uh, one other four guy who needs to be considered for the 40 man, not on this list Eli Morgan. So those were two players who they got to see a lot of, I think at that, at the alternative site. And that is why they are not listed. 
uh, on this fall roster. When you're looking at the fall roster, you can eliminate some of the guys who are college pitchers and some college hitters for the most part who were taken, you know, three years ago, taken that 2018 draft. I know that's only two years ago, but it's like three, three drafts ago. Uh, because there was the, you know, part of the 2018 and then all the 2019 season to see them. And then a lot of those players who were not added, they did have at the alternate alternate site and were able to see those players there. Now there doesn't mean that uh, 2018 draft is completely unrepresented. Uh, Robert Broom, interesting sidearm reliever is on this uh, list. I think he's kind of in that next tier of, re- tier of release relief prospects. First round picks, Ethan Hankins and Lenny Torres, both out there. Uh, Bo Naylor, who was a 28, uh, yeah, he was 2018 first rounder. All three of those guys, even you do have some college guys. Shane McCarthy was an 18th round pick in 2018. Kyle uh, Marmon, 13th round pick. The pitching group is not as sexy or as interesting as that infield group. It is another large group, 19 pitchers. Uh, when you're looking at the infield group, it is almost all big money, early draft picks. Uh, you know, there's some lesser international players. For instance, in 2018, the Indians, Gabriel Rodriguez was the big money signing. Very uh, top 10 prospect in that class. He was a star. Junior uh, San Quentin was another seven-figure signing, I want to say. And then Angel Martinez, whose dad Sandy had been a catcher in the big leagues, got half a million. All those guys were known. Uh, all of those guys uh, were written up a ton. Uh, you know, Martinez is the safe one in the group. Rodriguez is the biggest gamble with the highest ceiling. You can kind of sort him that way. But even someone like Jesus Lara, who was in that class, he's out there. He's he's listed uh, amongst the players who are going out there. And he was, he's, was kind of an afterthought in that class. Uh, you go and you find articles very rarely mentioned uh 2017 class doesn't have as much because you're looking at uh well i mean it's got four guys it's got valera it's got aaron brachio who's another one of those ascending guys if he hadn't been hurt you probably already know about him and jose tenia who i think maybe it was keith law or someone someone who was in the national scene put him in the indians top 10 prospects um at the start of his 2020 season so again the infield depth is just astounding uh, the three central prospects from the Clevenger deal, Miller, Arias, and Cantillo, are all on the uh, roster as well. And like I said, I think it's every second round pick since 2017 is on there, except for Nick Sandlin, who, uh, again, I think they just feel like they know him. And uh, Quinton Holmes, it's kind of sad for Quinton Holmes. He was actually taken seven spots before. Ty Freeman, who Freeman is most places, one of the top three prospects in the Indian system. Freeman actually got less money and went about seven picks later. At the time, I thought uh, Freeman was a reach and Holmes, that was about his range. I didn't love the Holmes pick, but uh, he was just an explosive athlete. It has not come together for him. And it's one of those where you can kind of read between the lines of being left off this roster might say something about his outlook in the organization going forward. They did not take a lot of outfielders, but they took so many infielders. I'm also curious to see if any of these infielders, uh, they might try in the outfield. You know, does Nolan Jones get some reps in the outfield because of the situation where Jose Ramirez feels comfortable at third base? And I mean, originally when the Indians drafted Nolan Jones, he was a shortstop who 
the consideration at the time was he'd probably move to the outfield. Um, I'm really intrigued to see a lot of those players they draft in 2020. Uh, Richard uh, Palacios is a guy who got hurt in 2019. We didn't get to see. Uh, he exploded on the scene in 2018 after being taken out of Townsend. One of those players that uh, had a helium alert and then just got hurt. Uh, Aaron Brocchio, uh, another guy that got hurt, had an opportun- uh, opportunity a year ago to show what he could do finally. And you saw, you know, he was borderline top 10 almost everywhere. And I talked about already, infielders, really interesting. Pitching has got a lot of senior types. It's got a lot of older uh, arms. Uh, someone like the second oldest player on the roster, uh, Jared uh, Janzik, who was a redshirt senior uh, sign in the 2019 draft, I believe. He's 25. I'm talking about Kurt McCarthy, who was in the 2017 draft. It's, you know, there are the the Quintilios. There are somebody like Burns and Allen, who they just drafted. Uh, Torres and Hankins. Cody Morris, I think, is a really interesting. Uh, you want a sleeper pitching prospect in the Indian system, keep Cody Morris in mind. Uh, if you followed me at all through the draft, uh, Mason Hickman is exactly the type of arm the Indians maximize. Uh he was utterly dominant in the SEC at Vandy, really low velocity, and that's why he ended up being a fifth-round pick. But he's the type of guy the Indians seem to find extra gear in. Uh, it, not to say there aren't interesting pitchers, but I'm kind of surprised someone like Juan Carlos Mejia, who's missed a lot of time, isn't on here. Uh, he's on the 40-man, has been the last two years. That could be a sign that he is not going to remain on the 40-man, just something to keep in mind. Uh, other players who could be Rule 5 eligible, I'll just talk about quickly. Robert Broom, not Robert Broom. I'm looking at a list. The guy below him, Raymond Burgos. Uh, an interesting left-hander. I'd be shocked if he gets taken. Again, issues with health have prevented him from really uh, stepping up and showing what he can do. But I think he is a interesting young left-handed pitcher. Uh, I was kind of hoping that Matt Turner would be somewhere on here. Another interesting lefty. Uh, looking at catchers, I mean, Bo Naylor is the big name. Brian Levestito was a guy I thought really stepped it up in 2019. I thought he was a top 15 prospect uh, just based on the offensive production where he was put new to the catching position, really interesting sleeper to keep your eyes on uh, as catching is really just an organizational weakness. There is not much coming up in general. So keep your eye there. You can see the depth in the Indian system. I know I talk about some of the players who maybe aren't, aren't as interesting or not as likely to be major leaguers, but when you're looking at something like the infield position at each of these, and then even something like catcher, they have two legit prospects. You go to the outfield position. Uh, I mean, yes, outfield is not super exciting, but George Valera is. Uh, Petey Halpin is everywhere you go. And then the infield, there's not a uninteresting player in that mix. Uh, all young players, all guys that uh, at various points in time have been very highly thought of there's there's nothing there that is even remotely uninteresting so check it out for yourself uh i will be talking lots of prospects this off season because that's what we have that's we're gonna have these fall instructs leagues we're gonna have uh we'll see what the indians do you know the rule five draft is something that uh is coming up in december and the indians have important decisions to make uh nolan jones is a you know no-brainer he'll be at it 
Gabriel Arias, who they got from San Diego, is like the centerpiece, in my opinion, of the Clevenger trade. He will certainly be added. Uh, are they going to add Eli Morgan? Are they going to add Carlos Vargas, who is on this roster here? Uh, listed for fall instructs, who has explosive stuff, but doesn't have uh, the long history of success. There's a lot of interesting decisions for them still to make. And often they kind of send these guys out in instructs. Uh, in the past, we had the Arizona Fall League, and that was more like a group of somewhere between like four to seven players. You'd sometimes see players come back early, get sent out late. And it was a chance to get one last look uh, before essentially the off season. Uh, this is the Indians chance to get a look at some guys. They haven't, it's not the last look. This is the first look for some players for this season. So it's going to be something important. It's something they are going to spend a lot of time uh, pouring over, I'm sure. And if the Indians brass are going to be paying attention to it, you probably should as well. I have been Jeff Ellis. I want to thank everyone who is watching uh, on WKYC Cleveland. Again, this is just an awesome, amazing, slightly nerve wracking dream to be on their website. So I want to thank everyone for watching. I want to thank everyone uh, for rating and reviewing the podcast really matters. Again, you can find me on Twitter at Jeff MLB draft. You're a Cleveland fan. So I know that, uh, you know, you're interested in mock drafts because Let's be honest, drafts are in our blood, it feels like, and it's impossible to not be intrigued by them. So make sure to check out my Twitter this week to see who I think the Indians will take in the 2021 draft. Thank you again for listening. And as always, go Tribe.